Welcome back, Spirits Crusaders. Hopefully you are having just an amazing start to a wonderful year and wonderful new decade. If you have noticed in our Come Follow Me study podcast, we've all we, Debbie has been just rocking it with the videos and the podcasts every single week following the Come Follow Me curriculum. Sherry is has been doing a challenge, a Come Follow Me weekly challenge every single week, and she's now going to start recording those on the podcast, as well as I've been doing the uh, Ponderized Scriptures. I'm really trying to d- dive in deep to that scripture and how to apply that into our life and really make it become really who we are. And I'm going to be recording those podcasts each week as well. So definitely come and just uh, enjoy the Come Follow Me content that we put together. And we'd love to have you share it with your family, with your friends. And just, uh, yeah, let's let's learn the, learn the Book of Mormon this year together in a more powerful way. Well, the Ponderized Scripture for the week is actually 1 Nephi 13.37. And it's, it's an exciting scripture. It really is. To start off with, though, I think it's important to understand what Zion really is. And we're going to go to Moses 7, 18. It says, And the Lord called his people Zion, because they were of one heart, one mind, and dwelt in righteousness. And there was no poor among them. Whether for an individual or a community, Zion can only be built upon the principles of righteousness. When we seek to bring forth Zion, we seek to establish these principles of righteousness in our own heart and in the hearts of others. It is according to the love of God that we desire to save others. For Joseph Smith said, A man filled with the love of God is not content with blessing his family alone, but ranges through the whole world anxious to bless the whole human race. What greater blessing can be given to another than the principles of righteousness? So where do we where can we find these principles of righteousness to learn for ourselves so that we can then bless the whole human race? For the answer to this question, we only have to look at the previous two verses. So looking at 1 Nephi 13:35 through 36. For behold, saith the Lamb, I will manifest myself unto thy seed that they shall write many things which I shall minister unto them which shall be plain and precious, and after thy seed shall be destroyed, and dwindle in unbelief, and also the seed of thy brethren, behold, these things shall be hid up, to come forth unto the Gentiles by the gift and power of the Lamb. And in them shall be written my gospel, saith the Lamb, and my rock and my salvation. These words are one and the same as the Book of Mormon. And it contains the principles of righteousness, or in the Lord's words, my rock and my salvation. My rock means the Lord's revelations. And I love that he didn't say a portion of his rock and his salvation, but the wording he used denotes a fullness. Now, to learn more about the Book of Mormon containing a fullness of the gospel, there's a really uh, amazing article I found on the church's website. Um, It's actually in the Liahona. So I, I included that link on in the post. So definitely go and uh, take a look at the, the post to grab that link if you want to read that, that amazing article. But I mean, you know, how will the Book of Mormon be, be brought unto us 
it will be hit up and brought forth by the gift and power of the Lamb. My heart is so full of gratitude to God for preserving and bringing forth this book, which contains the fullness of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Armed with this book containing the revelations and salvation of Christ, we are prepared to learn and live these great principles of righteousness, to teach them to others and bring forth Zion. Is it any wonder then that Moroni 10.3 prepares the reader for the message found in the preceding verses known as the Moroni challenge? And on a quick little side note here, I never share the Moroni challenge in Moroni 10.4-5 through without sharing this verse first and foremost because I really love how it prepares the reader. So continue with the ponderized scripture here. We're ponderized uh, post. Behold, I would exhort you that when ye shall read these things, if it be wisdom in God that ye should read them, that ye would remember how merciful the Lord hath been unto the children of men from the creation of Adam, even down until the time that ye shall receive these things and ponder it in your hearts. The only way the Book of Mormon could be sitting in front of the reader or in their hands is by the mercy of the Lord, even by the gift and power of the Lamb. Then in verses 4 through 5 comes the Holy Ghost, fulfilling his role as the testifier of truth, testifying of the Lamb of God, testifying of his revelations and his salvation contained in the Book of Mormon, and testifying of his great power that is shown forth on every page of the Book of Mormon. This is where we come in as well. Quote, And blessed are they who shall seek to bring forth Zion at that day, for they shall have the gift and power of the Holy Ghost. Close quote. We will have the gift and power of the Holy Ghost to do what? To testify boldly of the Lamb of God, testify of his revelations and his salvation contained in the Book of Mormon, and testify of his great power that is shown forth on every page of the Book of Mormon. As we, quote, publish peace, yea, tidings of great joy, how beautiful upon the mountains shall we be, close quote. Change, of course, we, um, I made myself <laughs> from, uh, from the... What a great responsibility and privilege that is ours, for we must gather together all who will hear Christ's voice, be numbered with his fold, and take upon them his name. To build Zion, we must first gather scattered Israel unto the principles of righteousness, that there shall be one fold and one shepherd. President Russell M. Nelson recently told the youth, that the gathering is the most important thing taking place on earth today. Nothing else compares in magnitude. Nothing else compares in importance. Excuse me. And nothing else compares in majesty. What a powerful, powerful quote that was. And in closing, if we magnify this, our responsibility and privilege to gather Israel unto Christ and his righteousness, and then endure unto the end, we shall be lifted up at the last day and shall be saved in the everlasting kingdom of the Lamb. And I say these things in the name of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.